Hey New Orleans Pelicans fans, welcome back to Unfiltered Dunks with Chris Dotson, your guy over at Forbes Sports, and also covering the rest of the NBA for musicmoviesandhoops.com. Check us out on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, just type all that in, you'll find us, bunch of stuff going on, some free giveaways, and even got some other Pelicans voices like Chris Connor from The Bird Rights, who just did a, a NBA wrap-up type thing, just to look at the first quarter of the season. So, check us out over there, we appreciate you coming back. And for this episode, we're going to talk about a tale of two teams over the last four games. And then we can look at the last ten games and you still see a dynamic of a young team that's really got talent, but really don't know how to put it all together. I mean, we got seven players younger than 25. They're going to do what they can, but some nights they're not just going to put it together. They're not just going to be on the, they're just not going to be on the same page. Let's look at this last game. Let's look at this Boston game. First, I think we're all impressed with Willie Hernan Gomez. He's got defense out to the perimeter. He provides you a little, you know, presence in the paint. He's got the same offense, you know, production. He can put up, you know, six points or 12 points. Adams might put up a big 20 spot every now and then, but that's really not his. He chases rebounds. He, he does the dirty work. Hernan Gomez has really stepped in in Boston. He was doing a lot of stuff on the highlight films and looking at the game two, three, four times. He it just every time I watch it, something new steps out on how much he provides to this team and just playing right off his man, just just enough that he's he's stopping the drive, but his man can't really roll. I love the way he can find that position and. Going forward, I think we found ourselves a player. And look at how we started the game. Another game where we started with Lonzo, bucket, three ball. The next play, to get the 5-0, he does a little pick and roll with Willie, who's got the right spacing to give Lonzo the bounce pass. Easy bucket, going to the rim. Then, again, we're talking about Willie Hernan Gomez. I just love saying it like that. He sets the screen for the pick and roll finish to get to get uh, B.I. free. He just did so much in that first quarter, you know, before before the Pelicans went cold in the last two, three minutes to, to get this team going. I liked his rhythm. I liked his consistency. He knew where he was going on every play. He never looked lost or confused. Uh, he knows what he's doing, and he knows his role. It can't be said enough. I probably said it too many ways, but if, if, if we move Adams, which I know some people still are looking at that contract and that commitment questionably if we move Adams we got somebody that can step in especially if this team shows they're not really going to be able to uh, challenge any team in the playoffs they might win a play-in series they might might flirt with the 10th and 9th seed but the 6th seed I think we can we can we can start wrapping it up I know the last few podcasts we've been saying hey everything's still to play for but this team's still figuring too much out the top six seeds in the west look strong and this Boston team, let's face it, this win, this win's good, but it's not great. Boston has been a confused team as well. They, they haven't been playing with confidence. But speaking of confidence, let's go back and look at Lonzo. He started a game with that three. Lonzo, I mean, he even, he was running the offense, but also hit that off-glass, confident bank shot that was way off angle. I mean, most of us wouldn't dare try it. 
he hit that and started walking back like it wasn't no thing. How the team went cold when the reserves come in, that's all right. They just got to be ready. Young team, be ready. They'll be fine. As far as what went wrong, Stan Van Gundy talked about it after the game. Turnovers. The Pelicans played decent defense. Boston just hit shots. And then the Pelicans would give up a turnover and let them out on a break. We kind of lost our rhythm. We lost our way on offense. But the defense kept the game somewhat within play. At the middle of the third quarter, it looked like we was about done. Down 24, this young Pelicans team, Boston's got some talent too. They're probably a year or two further along with their talent and rebuilding. I mean, they got Tatum and Brown and Smart and all them. They they got their package that they wanted to trade for AD a couple years before we got the package we got for AD and then got Zion. You know what I'm saying. They the Boston should have closed it out. Everybody in Boston should be upset. Uh, my guy Josh Montinko over at the Celtics Pride podcast, he was just on a couple days ago. They've got to be upset. There's a lot of things to like about that team, but we saw them we saw them fold on a road game under pressure. And somehow the Pelicans pulled it out after that that big historic loss, that historic collapse against the Phoenix Suns. I mean, the, I think the Pelicans were up double digits with a 90-something percent chance of winning, and they wound up losing 132-114. to 114. Come on. Suns went off and scored 41 in the fourth, and the Pelicans went cold and scored 12. Cold stretches are going to happen. I mean, half of the country is learning that now, and, you know, heart goes out to everybody without power that's just learning what, you know, the Northeasters that – that Boston's used to, we ain't used to that down here in New Orleans. It's it got they got a lot of snow in Natchitoches and up where my mom was at in Dallas and Austin, Texas, where music, movies, and hoops is based out of. They were shut down, and it, it's tough to see. We know how that is in New Orleans. I won't stay on like weather-related tragedies, but the Pelicans went cold a little bit, and if that happens in a playoff series, that's a wrap. That that could turn a game. It can turn a season, and for this this team to turn it around this season, they've got to play with this consistency they've showed in stretches, but not enough. I mean, they went and let's let's look at Phoenix. The last time we played Phoenix, that was a 101-123 win. Then we went to Indianapolis, won, come home on a back-to-back and beat Memphis. Had a couple days off, played Houston, won. And then we went on the road and took that thumping by the Chicago Bulls where Levine went off. I mean, I, he's probably still hitting threes in his sleep and picturing, you know, who playing defense. Well, he's not in the picture. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But that, that loss in Chicago was a franchise. Then they go to Dallas. And again, Luka and Dallas, the Mavericks, dropped 143. Pelicans lost by 13. That's two tough games. That's two tough games, and the Pelicans are feeling it. They travel up to Motown, and it's cold, and they lose again. They lose again by double digits. They lose by 11, 123 to 112. Then they go to Memphis, and we've just got Memphis's number. Every time we need to break some sort of slump, the Pelicans need to play Memphis because, hey, Ja and Zion – John might have won that Rookie of the Year award, but he has yet to win a game. And then we come home. We come home with Portland. 
in the building. We've always, I mean, not always had Portland's number, but ever since that playoff series where we swept them, we've had their number. And we come home and, and, and we lose a heartbreaker, 126-124. Then Phoenix drops that bomb on us, the Suns do. Uh, Chris Paul just took over the fourth quarter in a way that shows a veteran experienced guy, the point guard. He did something that we just don't have on this team. Go back again, music, movies, and hoops. We did the, are you a black mamba or mo bamba? And this Pelicans team is still looking for their mamba. We thought it was going to be B.I. We thought Ingram was going to take it like that and just hold the seat warm for Zion. But it's almost like, well, why hold the seat warm if I know I'm going to have to give it up? So we'll see how it goes. The team's got Detroit coming to town Wednesday. We can avenge that loss. Then we got to go up and see Drew in his new building in Milwaukee. That's going to be a tough one, especially since we then got to travel to San Antonio, who's been looking better than usual this season. That's the stretch. That's what this team's been doing. It's been hit or miss. But if the Pelicans just find their foot and find find their second gear and find a little bit more spacing, and really they don't even need more spacing. Let's go back to the fourth quarter real quick. I know this podcast all over the place. Y'all are used to it by now. 9.45 less left in the fourth quarter josh hart gets it on transition run out zion's already between half court and the timeline he gets in crouching tiger hidden dragon mode and the other team sees it people are starting to look for that they don't want to get dunked on they don't want to be part of that highlight and instead of impeding josh hart's progress guy steps out and just makes sure that zion can't go up for the lob dunk it made josh hart's night a lot easier Look at the last shot that won the game. You know, the game that put it out of reach to me is that, and I've tweeted it out, follow me, doing it, Dodson on Twitter. You'll see the screenshot that's got Zion, four men collapsing, bounce past the B.I. on the perimeter right there on the wing. Ball game. Zion is spacing. We find one more little bit. I mean, even after Reddit got ejected for that BS call for spinning the ball at the ref, I mean, Zion is spacing. This team will have someone on the other team dedicated to making sure Zion doesn't give them a highlight every night. And we saw it on that Josh Hart bucket. Really, I think we saw a lot of good things in that comeback. We saw a lot of good things in spurts. Again, inconsistent young team. But they're going to find their way. I, I, I still believe this team will be in the play-in situation. Whether they find enough to get this get this young team together to really challenge, you know, Denver, even in a play-in situation, Utah, the L.A. teams, I, I think we're still a year or two away. But, hey, I'll give it some time. I'll give it some space. We got us a decent schedule coming up, and the Pelicans could, could still prove a lot of doubters wrong. I don't know if this road trip against Milwaukee and San Antonio is really going to be the best for us. But then we only got, we come home, we got Utah, skip a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, back to back, Chicago, Miami. That's a two and one stretch. Need that to be a two and one stretch. And then, hey, we got the next half of the schedule. We got us a little all star break coming. This team can have a few days to put it together, rest, or just watch a lot of tape. See what's been going wrong. Because Stan Van Gundy said they ain't got a lot of practice time that's really been productive. They're just really still getting to know each other. And we're still getting to know this team. So, 
thanks for getting to know me. It's been a quick quarter here. Uh, follow Music Movies and Hoops and uh, everything on social media. We got Slab Zion rookie cards. We got uh, every basically every rookie card for the Pelicans. We even got a graded Josh Hart with an autograph on it. Giving away some t-shirts, doing a few other things. Thanks again. Hey, protect your nest, Pelicans fans. Come at us next week. Hey, guys. Once again, you can go to Twitter. It's doing it, Dodson. Also, you can follow Music Movies and Hoops over there. You can follow Coach Dumas if you want to see a little bit more about what his kids are doing with the raffle. Go to Instagram after that. Follow Music Movies and Hoops. And then my space where you can see all the cards that will be up for the raffle, auction, and anything else you want to do for donations at Cards Crest Cleats. That's Cards underscore C-R-E-S-T-S underscore cleats over on instagram we'll be doing some stuff for instagram live and and doing some giveaways some raffles stuff to raise money for not only coach dumas and his kids but some other schools as well that i've made bets with and little 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 fun things that we're doing with sports cards so if you got anything to donate and you think they want to go to a good cause i'm getting them out there in a way that is helping raise money for you know get these kids to camps fill out clearinghouse paperwork get some equipment and then there's also uh, some children hospitals that we work with in Ohio, Kentucky. That that I mean, if you really just got them in the way, they're old burner cards. They're just basic card cardboard in your way. You want to get them out. You want them to go to a good cause. Get in contact with me, uh, Pelicans fans. Thanks so much. Talk to y'all next time.